This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Visit voiceofmilk.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Presidential candidates are at the Iowa State Fair beginning today hoping to sell caucus goers on their vision for the country, and many of those candidates are sprinkling their policy proposals for rural America in their stump speeches. Two candidates made appearances at the Des Moines Register soapbox on the fairgrounds today, Montana Governor Steve Bullock and current frontrunner and former Vice President Joe Biden. Speaking to reporters after his turn on the soapbox, Biden said the trade war with China will have long-standing issues across the farm economy. I think it's going to cause them a lot more than a little financial pain. I think it's going to cause a lot of them to go bankrupt. I think it's going to cause an awful lot of ancillary industries like the, the industries that make the tractors and make all the farm equipment. They're going to be in real trouble. We're focusing on the wrong thing with China. I plan on and I've argued that we should be very tough with China. China is stealing our intellectual property. China is stealing industries from us. And unless we, in fact, are able to unite the world in taking on China, they're going to set the rules of the road. Biden says he would pursue a different approach with China. We are, instead of dealing with our allies, staying together, sticking with South Korea, sticking with Japan, sticking with India, we are walking away. Bullock's comments brought up the role agriculture could play in climate change mitigation. But we can also rejoin Paris, invest in renewables, do what the original conservationists, our farmers are doing, is investing in the opportunities to get to the point where we are carbon neutral. And as we do that, we don't have to leave communities behind. AgriPulse's Phil Brasher and Hannah Pagel are on the fairgrounds keeping track of the candidates. For more coverage of what the hopefuls are saying about ag and rural policy, stay tuned to agripulse.com. E15 sales have not observed their traditional summertime plummet, but a biofuel trade association says the market potential is still hindered by small refinery waivers. According to figures from the Minnesota Department of Commerce, E15 sales in the state jumped from 3.66 million gallons in June of 2018 to 6.3 million gallons in June of 2019. That follows the Trump administration's action to lift a regulatory barrier that was blocking year-round sales of the fuel. While the data only shows sales for one state, the Renewable Fuels Association says it's a signal of a positive market reaction to year-round availability of the fuel. In a statement, RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper said small refinery exemptions given to refineries are also collapsing the price of biofuel mandate compliance credits, which he says provide the marketplace with a powerful incentive to expand E15 availability. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture will be putting the finishing touches on a key report over the next few days. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more on what producers hope it says. Farmers and traders are hoping USDA's crop production report will provide a more accurate account of intended planted acres next week. Row crop producers like Mike Peterson of Minnesota feel the number of planted acres should be dropped based on weather challenges during the planting season earlier this year. This crop has issues and as they say big crops get bigger and small crops get smaller. My fear is we're going to have to wait until February or March for all this stuff to be realized. And for myself, that's an awful long time after four years of a tough economic to bridge that money and store that crop to reap the benefits of this upcoming market if this crop is in trouble like I think it is. Many farmers, including Peterson, were frustrated after the National Agricultural Statistics Service lowered intended corn acres by just over a million acres in the June acreage report. Peterson called the report speculative when speaking to Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue at FarmFest in Minnesota yesterday. 
Purdue defended Nass, saying that's not the case. These guys are professionals. There's no cynicism or no conspiracy there at all. You know, many people think that it, it's done there for a reason, for market. Nothing could be further from the truth. The facts are the facts, and the data is the data. It's done consistently, and I know sometimes it makes like it seems like everybody's against us farmers, and uh, I understand that. The crop production report comes out at noon Eastern Monday. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. For more information, visit voiceofmilk.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.